This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is a great day for talk radio. It's the Friday edition. Always look forward to Fridays. And when we're joined by Conrad Black, always heightens the experience. Noted author, commentator, and historian. Conrad, how are you this afternoon? I'm fine, thanks, John. How are you? Very good. And, uh, you know, following with interest, as I'm sure you are, the story of uh, Meng Wazhou, who uh, is the CFO of Huawei and uh, now taken into custody. Of course, granted bail, $10 million. But this whole thing has become... A real hot political potato, as we know. Uh, Canadians disappearing in China now. And uh, and your article for tomorrow's National Post is suggesting not to extradite her uh, because America is a prosecutocracy. Uh, explain that. Well, in fact, I said that um, if they fulfill, the Americans fulfill the conditions of the existing treaty, we have to abide by the treaty. I'm I'm advocating that we do adhere to treaty obligations. Uh, what I, but what I what you're referring to is that I, I think we should discontinue that treaty. I think that we should have as a principle in extradition matters that we are not extraditing people to countries where we have no assurance that they will receive due process by Canadian standards. So I have no problem extraditing people, for example, to the United Kingdom or Australia. But the United States is a country with a 99% criminal conviction rate, 95% without a trial, because the prosecutors have corrupted the plea bargain system. They just catechize people who know the targeted person, give them an assurance of perjury, threat of, of, of no, no charge of perjury, guarantee they won't be charged with perjury, and 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 and, and then threaten them with being uh, accused of conspiracy to obstruct justice if they do not remember and declare evidence inculpatory to the person thereafter. And, and that, that's, you'd be disbarred for that in Canada, a prosecutor would, or in Britain or Ireland or, or, or many countries. And I know, I mean, the United States is a great country, and I, you, know, you can live with their civil law, although it has its funny moments. But on the criminal side, it's not a society of laws. The prosecutors get practically anyone they want, and we shouldn't be we shouldn't be exchanging accused people with that country. Well, it's interesting you say that because this whole Mueller investigation, uh, almost two years now and running, it's uh, really gone off in a different direction. This Russian collusion thing is almost an afterthought now. They're trying to get, uh, I guess, Trump on. Uh, improper uh, contributions to the campaign as well as uh, to the inauguration and uh, what have you. And I- I'm, I'm mindful of something that Alan Dershowitz, the uh, noted constitutional lawyer, says, you know, with plea deals, uh, they not only lead some targets to sing, but also to compose. Yeah, well, that's right. And uh, they do. But now, in this case, it's not going to work. I mean, the, the, their target is not an ordinary helpless target. In the first place, um, they have absolutely no evidence on them, and, and the idea that there was a campaign violation and, and, and Trump's lawyer paying money to these women trying to blackmail him for things that allegedly happened 10 years ago, consensual acts, acts that were not in themselves illegal, um, that's nonsense. That, the Constitution and the jurisprudence make it clear that to remove a president from office it has to be a high crime or misdemeanor, uh, some sort of profound corruption or attempted usurpation of constitutional uh, position. It, it can't be some nonsense like that, and 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 that is not a campaign contribution. If it if that were campaign 
contribution, so would uh, Trump buying mouthwash for himself. He's trying to improve his chances of election. I mean, it's just foolishness. So it won't work. But apart from that, uh, they, the, their target in this case is the man who happens to hand out federal pardons. And, and Cohen and Manafort have followed different paths here. Manafort, who, who has much more serious legal problems than, than Cohen, has told the prosecutor, Mueller, special counsel, uh, basically to take a hike. And so Mueller is throwing the book at him, and Manafort is, is uh, stonewalling and hoping that eventually the uh, man in the White House will give him a pardon, although there's no commitment to that. And, and there's nothing that, that Mueller has on Manafort that is bothersome to Trump anyway. Um, uh, and that's why Mueller has tried to get four of the states to indict uh, Manafort as well, because there the president doesn't have a pardon. But that's what justice is in that country. It is a matter of who has the greater power to uh, to to use the system to get their enemy, whoever it is. And, and look, the United States is a wonderful country. It's the greatest country in the history of the world. But it is a rotten, fascistic justice system. And, and the, the, the wonderful image-making of America, Norman Rockwell and Walt Disney and so forth, as I've put in the piece you're kind enough to mention, uh, that's there. That's part of America. But when you get right down to it, uh, at the level of who rules in America, who governs, it is a jungle. And like all jungles, it's ultimately run by the 30-foot constricting snakes and the 800-pound cats. And, you know, Donald is the biggest cat there, and he's going to kill these people. <laughs> with Conrad Black, author, commentator, historian. Well, all right, with Donald, uh, you're saying, you know, having the power to pardon some of these people uh, that Mueller has gone after, he also has a hand to play with this uh, Meng Wanzhou again, because uh, he suggested that perhaps, you know, if he could use this in trade negotiations, I mean, what do you make of that strategy? Again, may I just say one other thing? I'll get to that in a second. I just want to say one sentence about the, about the previous subject. Uh, with the strengthening of the Republicans in the Senate, if the Democrats go after Trump for impeachment in the House, uh, they, the Republicans from Trump down, including Lindsey Graham, the senator who's about to take over the Judiciary Committee, have made it clear uh, they're going after the big Democrats. Everybody knows Hillary Clinton, the former intelligence chiefs, Brennan and Clapper, uh, James Comey. All of these people lied to federal officials or under oath to the Congress or were involved in a phony uh, uh, warrant to, uh, to tap the phones of the Trump campaign, mm -hmm. ostensibly because of Carter Page. Uh, they are sitting ducks legally. If they go after Trump, he is going to take them down. On the question you raised... Uh, I, I think we've handled it well. I thought I thought we were right to detain the detain the woman because you know it's a treaty invocation of the treaty by the U.S. Uh, but I think we were right to bail her. The Americans had no business saying she shouldn't be bailed. There's no reason not to give her bail at ten million dollars. And and uh, and I think we we just have to hold the hearing. And the Chinese can seize all the Canadian tourists going to take snapshots of the Great Wall and and, and claim that they're you know, spies for something or other. I mean, that's the Chinese method. We mustn't be influenced by that. We should, we should the, the court there, and I have every confidence they will, should just adjudicate it on the issue of whether the U.S. has, under the treaty, a right to extradition. Finally, I've got to ask you, as a, a member of the House of Lords in Britain, uh, 
and I'm tight on time, but Conrad, where's this Brexit thing headed? Uh, it seems like it's getting really muddy. It's a puzzle. Uh, you've got to say this for, for me. She's hung on, but she has almost 40 percent of her MPs declaring no confidence in her. And uh, it, it's terribly hard to govern under, under those circumstances. But I think where we go is she's going back to Brussels and saying, look, you can see for yourselves, you make me more concessions or Britain is right out. No, you know, no departure payment, no special arrangements, no fallback, out, nothing. I, I've done my best, and that's where we are. And, uh, and I suspect that at the very last minute, the the Brussels will make a few more concessions, and Britain will will she'll be able to pass it in Parliament by by a whisker. But but it, it's it, that's fifty one forty nine forty the uh, the forty nine is uh, Brussels tells her to get lost. The the the, the Conservatives change leaders in a trice, which they can do. All you need is to gather all the MPs together, and and a, a, a tougher Brexiter says we're out. Not one farthing of departure penalty. You Europeans, you know, put it where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, they've which they've would got... be Finland rather than Greece at that time of year. Right, I got you. Yes, uh, because of course uh, it is a solstice. But uh, this is one of those things where they've got to make their minds up by the end of March in the new year. Conrad, we've got to head for the exits. I appreciate your time as always. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll talk shortly. Right, sure. Thanks very much, John. All the best to you and your listeners. Thank you, Conrad Black, author, commentator, and historian. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.